Let's get to some news on Saturday. Former President Trump's youngest daughter, Tiffany, got married at Mar-a-Lago. The only issue with the wedding, uh, they were supposed to have a ton of seats, but somehow Trump lost them all. Well, it's, uh, it's not comedy, but it is Democrat Party propaganda. And that'll win you awards. Well, good Tuesday to you and welcome. It's a uh, country gone mad. Believe none of what you read and half of what you see. Pretty good rule for living at this moment in American history. Ah, boy, in the Arizona governor's race, the race has at long last been called, and the winner lost, and the loser won. No, I mean that, you know, uh, uh, Katie Hobbs is a loser, and Carrie Lake is a winner. That she's uh, obviously, you know, a winning personality, a winning speaker, a uh, great talent, and, and all of that. And we're still waiting to see, officially, officially, we still don't have... The uh, final, final count on the House of Representatives because the Democrats are still counting votes. They're, they're uh, going through them one at a time and maybe two at a time. Then they're going back over. And, and, uh, but you can trust the process because what could possibly go wrong a week after what we used to call Election Day, what we laughingly refer to as Election Day. Again, Election Day goes on to our list of things that aren't, things that aren't. Friendly fire isn't, the Democratic Party isn't, common sense isn't, and election day isn't. We also had another contribution today. Planned Parenthood isn't. Pretty good, I've got to say. I also want to uh, make a, uh, just make a note. Uh, say hello to David, listening from Greece. That's a country in the, uh, largely in the Mediterranean Sea. And we got a picture today. What did he send it on the Twitter? Or the, uh, on the Twitter? Send a picture on the Twitter of a beautiful Greek island and the, the Aegean Sea. The Aegean Sea. It's the Aegean. We call it the Aegean. Uh, there the Greeks call it the Aegean Sea. And uh, listening, because of Al Gore's amazing internet, peace be upon him, he just wants his chakra released. Is that too much to ask? Honestly. You know, going uh, upstairs for another massage from another uh, wink, wink, rub, rub. You know the rest. It's, uh, but uh, he did give us the Internet, which is pretty good. And, you know, David, he can listen to our uh, humble uh, yet award-winning radio show from uh, Greek Island because the United States of America has uh, created an interconnected world that was just a few short years ago beyond imagination. And uh, you're welcome, world. It's the United States of America. And let's not forget white guys because white guys... You know, with the constellations of satellites and fiber optic cables across the Atlantic and uh, instantaneous global communications, you're welcome, honestly. We don't, uh, you, you just, just enjoy, enjoy. We're going we're gonna to go to lunch now before we invent something else really, really incredible that you'll be uh, bitter and resentful about. If you're a Democrat, you know, if you're a normal person, you're fine. Uh, now, with that said, I've got a lot to get to. Joe Biden and um, and audio of because um, he's he's not a bright man and he's uh, he's coughing now. He's in uh, Bali, Indonesia, and he's coughing. And the president of Cambodia, the prime minister of Cambodia, 
who uh, Joe Biden thanked for being the prime minister of Colombia. He's come down with the Wuhan Red Death. Not Biden, they say. Biden has not come down with the Wuhan Red Death. But the uh, Cambodian chieftain, Hun Sen, he, uh, he's come down with the Wuhan Red Death. And Joe Biden skipped the big dinner at the G20 summit in Bali, Indonesia, and went back to his room. <coughs> Excuse me, I have a little cold. He's got a little cold. Famous last words, right? Then, before you know it, what happened to the 79-year-old, 11-month uh, uh, president? Well, he had a little cold a minute ago, and Hun Sen uh, from Cambodia, or Colombia, as Joe Biden prefers, uh, he's got the Wuhan Red Death, and Joe Biden had just met with with uh, Xi Jinping, uh, and then he's got a cough. You know, that's where the Wuhan Red Death came from, from Wuhan, China, where Chairman Mao swam across the Yangtze River there in uh, the famous picture. But setting that aside, I've got, I've got uh, a lot to get to, as is always the case, and I will uh, try to get to it as, uh, as much as I can. But one of the things I must get to today is the New York Times. Have you heard of them? The New York Times, they used to be a newspaper based in New York. Now they're an online propaganda outfit um, who give the Democrat Party a tongue bath every day. And everybody enjoys it. Here's the headline. FBI, oh no, not the FBI again, the Fascist Bureau of Intimidation. We have the T-shirts at the Chris Plant store for the Fascist Bureau of Intimidation. FBI had informants in Proud Boys, comma, court papers suggest. But it's not just the Proud Boys, it's the Oath Keepers, too. Because you know how they are. Listen to this. In filings in uh, uh, seditious conspiracy cases against members of the far-right group, why are they far right? Because they like the United States of America. They, it's, uh, they call them white supremacists. The leader is Enrique Terrio, who's a black guy who's uh, 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 from a Cuban family in Florida. And they still call you white supremacists because words are a little complicated for them. So in filings in a seditious conspiracy case against members of the far-right group, Defense lawyers claimed that law enforcement and information favorable to their clients was improperly withheld by the government until recently. Oh, that'd be hard to imagine, wouldn't it? Let's see, Senator Ted Stevens. <clears throat> the FBI, oh no, I got the Wuhan too, and I'm not even in a meeting with Xi Jinping. The FBI had as many as eight informants inside the far-right Proud Boys in the months surrounding the storming of the Capitol on January 6, 2021. Remember when the Democrats stormed the White House on May 31, 2020, forcing the evacuation of the President of the United States and the First Family to the bunker beneath the White House by the Secret Service because of the violent mob of Democrats outside sacking and plundering? And maybe you'll remember uh, St. John's Episcopal Church, the Church of the Presidents, historic church next to the White House, set on fire during protests, the Washington Post said. They still won't call them riots. They're burning the Church of the Presidents. They're storming the White House. The Secret Service evacuated the president. More than 150 police were injured in the Democrat Party siege of the White House. 
Uh, but that's not a and no congressional hearings about that interest. No arrests uh, for setting the church of the president's on fire. Any of that. But it turns out the FBI had as many as it'll turn out to be like the whole everybody there was an FBI informant before this is done. The FBI had as many as eight informants inside the far-right Proud Boys in the months surrounding the storming of the Capitol January 6th. Recent court papers indicate raising questions about how much federal investigators were able to learn from them about the violent mob attack both before and after it took place. Huh, wait a minute. The existence of the informants came to light over the past few days in a flurry of veiled court filings by defense lawyers for five members of the Proud Boys who are set to go on trial next month on seditious conspiracy charges connected to the Capitol attack. What about these seditious conspiracy charges for the people that laid siege to the White House, forcing the evacuation of the president and their first family that set the church of the presidents on fire? that injured more than 150 federal police officers. The papers, some of which were heavily redacted, uh, the lawyers claimed that some of the information the confidential sources had provided to the government was favorable to their efforts to defend their clients against the charges of seditious conspiracy and was improperly withheld by federal prosecutors until several days ago. Maybe they haven't seen my cousin Vinny and that whole thing about uh, disclosure. You know, Marissa Tomei uh, explained that uh, and uh, very well, very nicely, I thought. In a sealed, sealed filing quoted by the defense, prosecutors argued that hundreds of pages of documents related to the FBI informants were neither suppressed by the government nor directly relevant to the case, the Proud Boys facing seditious charges, including Enrique Terrio. Now, see, the federal government, the prosecutors don't actually get to decide what is relevant to the defense. The defense gets to decide that. But these fascists down at the Fascist Bureau of Intimidation, because all of the materials remain under highly restricted protective order, it's not possible to know what the informants told the government about the Proud Boys' role in the Capitol attack or how much information might that information might affect the outcome of the trial. The dispute about informants in the Proud Boys came on the heels. So what did they know? Because they had, you know, how many? There were only 12 Proud Boys there, and eight of them were working for the FBI. I'm kidding. There were more than 12 Proud Boys there. I told you about encountering the Proud Boys at a rally in D.C., walking up to the Capitol, and it was a big rally with all kinds of people and some small number of Proud Boys. You know, some of the Proud Boys came to D.C. Four members of the Proud Boys were stabbed by Black Lives Matter criminals who uh, were sacking and looting and burning Washington, while the Proud Boys were not. But uh, setting that aside... The dispute came about the informants. Proud Boys came in the heels of revelations. Listen to this now. The FBI also had a well-placed source in the inner circle of Stuart Rhodes, the leader of the Oath Keepers militia. They call them a militia. But um, really, you know, Oath Keepers are people that have taken the oath to protect and defend when you join the military, when you become a police officer, when you're elected to office. And uh, they believe that, uh, that that oath applies even after you leave the military and so on because they're patriotic. So another far-right group that took part in the Capitol attack. Now, uh, again, our city was boarded up for about a year 
uh, because the Democrat Party was looting and plundering. And that kind of charged language is never used by the New York Times or the Washington Post. Uh, let's go to Ray Epps uh, outside of, well, this was on uh, like 14th Street downtown on December 5th. Uh, excuse me, uh, January 5th, thank you, uh, the day before the uh, awful, terrible January 6th, where Ashley Babbitt was shot and killed and uh, nobody else. But um, she was unarmed after serving 12 years in the Air Force, shot and killed. The Democrats and the media applauded, but I repeat myself, Ray Epps inciting violence the day before January 6th. Tomorrow, we need to go into the Capitol. Into the Capitol. Now, Ray Epps was inciting violence uh, downtown Washington, and a bunch of, you know, the people who are supposed to be the bad guys are saying, no, peaceful, and then they're pointing at him and yelling, fed, 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 fed. And then Ray Epps was up on Capitol Hill on January 6th where he was inciting violence again. Okay, friends, for everyone, as soon as the president starts speaking, we go to the Capitol. The Capitol is this direction. And there he is, and he's inciting. And Ray Epps is, many people believe, another FBI informant. In fact, Ray Epps was on the FBI's uh, wanted poster. His picture was, not knowing who he was. And then uh, it disappeared from their wanted poster because they had seen the videos online of him inciting violence. Now, where are the seditious conspiracy charges against Ray Epps? who is on video two different days, the day before and the day of, inciting violence, obviously inciting violence, in downtown Washington and then on the way up to Capitol Hill. And somehow, gosh, there are many, many people who believe that Ray Epps is one of the FBI informants, that he was inciting violence. Who are the other eight or so uh, Proud Boy FBI informants, were they inciting violence? Where's the video of them? We need their names. They need to be called to testify under oath. And then they had an informant inside of the Oath Keepers, and these are the, supposed to be the bad guys all over the place. What did the FBI know, and when did they know it? And why are they keeping it a secret? And who trusts the FBI anymore? Honestly, if you're married to an FBI agent, I don't think you can... Uh, you can trust your uh, spouse. Now, there are FBI agents who are whistleblowers on Capitol Hill now. We're going to need hearings and uh, people under oath up there. You know, the Democrats lie under oath to Congress all the time, like about spying on us. And, you know, James Clapper lied repeatedly under oath. No consequences, no seditious conspiracy, nothing at all, because we live in a very corrupt country. And Washington is a very corrupt city. And the Democrat Party is extremely corrupt, and they've corrupted so many of our institutions, haven't they? Did you know that banks can legally confiscate your money to bail themselves out? There's one catch, though. It has to be during extraordinary times. Well, with the economy and the world and the shape we're in right now, don't you think these are extraordinary times? Might be time to call 888-446-5320 to get your personal wealth protection guide. Because my friends at American Alternative Assets are there to help you protect your retirement savings by rolling your IRA or 401k into a gold IRA. Fact is, you can hold physical gold and silver in your retirement accounts while still maintaining its tax-deferred status. So call, call today. 
888-446-5320 to get your wealth protection guide. This guide will answer all the questions you have. Protect your savings now before it's too late. Call American Alternative Assets at 888 the number 4 gold 20 to secure your free gold and silver guide today. 888-446-5320. Individual results may vary. There's no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results. Yeah, so here's the FBI again. And here we are having information kept from us again. And people kept in jail forever. But you can sack and burn the White House when Trump is in there, torch the church of the presidents, shut down the city of Washington, sack, loot, plunder, burn, have it boarded up for a year. No trials, no hearings, no arrests, no FBI withholding evidence. There's only one Chris Plant. The Chris Plant Show. Hey, it's Chris Plant inviting you on our 2023 sea cruise. Next June, we'll be headed to the beautiful Mediterranean, sailing from Barcelona to Portugal, with stops in Ibiza, Casablanca, and more. For details, visit ChrisPlantCruise.com. Boy, oh boy, and I'm telling you, this New York Times piece is really something. Former FBI officials tell the New York Times there might have been gaps in what the FBI intelligence analysts had told agents to ask their informants. Analysts at the Bureau are supposed to help agents connect the intelligence dots to provide a clearer picture of the threat activity. See, the FBI's intelligence directorate was created after the September 11th attacks to help thwart terrorism and other attacks. See, I mean, honestly, when they, uh, you know, when the uh, the terrible um, uh, uh, Proud Boys uh, attacked the Capitol, they made their way to the basement and they found uh, the collapse of the Berlin Wall and the fall of the Soviet Union. You know what else is down there? Iraqi weapons of mass destruction. That's a, you know, these are intelligence failures uh, past. And, of course, the plot to attack us on September 11th, which the uh, Clinton administration set up. Jamie Gorelick at the Justice Department building a wall between CIA and FBI so they couldn't talk, which was the key element in the terrorist's successful attack on September 11th. Hey, if you trust the FBI, uh, you fail today's IQ tests. I'll tell you that much. Joe Biden coming up. This is The Chris Plant Show. I don't know why we wouldn't just trust our government. I remember when James Clapper said that uh, they were not collecting metadata. He was under oath before a Senate committee when he said it. And he's a respected, even revered government official he wouldn't lie repeatedly under oath about spying on all of us, but he did. And it's on camera, and there are no consequences. And the FBI now, how many informants do you have in the Proud Boys? Well, they're saying eight now, the New York Times. Maybe the whole Proud Boys thing is like a front group for the FBI. I'm embellishing, but, uh, but this is really disturbing. And then the Oath Keepers, they had their... They had their key, their key informant in there also, and um, gosh, completely crazy. And the gaps in intelligence, yeah, 
I remember September 11th and the Berlin Wall falling and the collapse of the Soviet Union and and uh, Iraqi weapons of mass destruction and what 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 intelligence failures and why didn't the FBI you know with eight informants using our money and all these resources and you guys are completely clueless when the day rolls around you're fired how fired are you people you are fired with extreme prejudice honestly and then did I I don't think I read that I just read it to you about the uh, the oath keepers because this is crazy. And then there's Ray Epps, which is another mystery for the ages. And we have a news media that is incredibly um, incurious. But last week, lawyers for Mr. Rhodes of the Oath Keepers, uh, they're being tried for sedition. And uh, they have their informant, the FBI informant, Greg McWhorter, who is the former vice president of the Oath Keepers, but really he was working for the FBI. And Stuart Rhodes, his defense team, called the FBI informant Greg McWhorter to testify as a defense witness, right? Believing that it would help his case. But coincidentally, Mr. McWhorter suffered a heart attack. What? On the eve of his planned appearance, Mr. McWhorter suffered a heart attack. So the defense called other witnesses. If this all makes sense to you, you've been watching too many Hollywood movies because... This is a lot. There's a lot of hooey around this. And honestly, I'd, I'd like to know where are the trials for the people that laid siege to the White House, set a fire inside the Church of the Presidents, and, and on and on. By the way, the front page of the Washington Times today, which is a real newspaper, not like the Washington Post, activists urge Democrats to seize chance for amnesty. Lame ducks have only weeks to keep promises. And there are a bunch of radical left-wing extremists coming to Washington this week to lobby the Democrats in Congress to, while they can, pass blanket amnesty for tens of millions of illegal aliens in the country because the Democrats are here to destroy the United States of America to bring us down like the barbarians brought down the Roman Empire. Immigration rights activists will descend on Washington this week to urge Democrats to take advantage of what may be their last remaining weeks of total control of Congress to pass a broad legalization bill for illegal immigrants. Activists see a window of opportunity after Republicans ran hard on stricter border enforcement as an issue in the elections. Um, and Angelica Salas, executive director of the Coalition for Humane Immigration Rights, which means open borders for the United States and uh, destroy Western civilization, which is organizing the activist trip to Washington, said the next weeks will be a golden opportunity for lawmakers to tackle this 30-year albatross around the neck of our nation. Latino and immigration voters all across the nation are waiting on this Congress to deliver their promises to uplift our community. Is your community the illegal alien? You know, I mean, honestly, the open borders, the Democrat Party, 107,000 people died of fatal drug overdoses in the United States last year. Greater than the number that died in the Vietnam War and the Korean War combined in one year from fatal drug overdoses due largely to our open border policies of the Democrat Party and Joe Biden. This uh, drug, the materials come from China. Go to Mexico, 
processed there, smuggled across the border, made attractive to kitties by making it look like candy. And um, honestly, I was talking to my best girl last night, and uh, she was talking to two of her business associates. And uh, one just had a fatal drug overdose in the family of a, a young woman, fatal drug overdose. And the other business associate of my best girl just had a young woman and a young mother of two young kids commit suicide with a gun to the mouth uh, the other day. And, you know, and, and suicides are skyrocketing, especially among young people. And uh, drug overdoses are skyrocketing uh, among everybody. And the Democrat Party and the news media, but I repeat myself, uh, don't have a word to say about it, do they? Not a peep out of them. Extraordinary. And it's hitting close to home for, uh, well, for 107,000 families last year, just the fatal drug overdoses alone. The suicides, the homicides. You know, uh, like the story yesterday in Phoenix, Arizona. Somebody uh, apparently, I don't know, took a, a, a baby at, uh, uh, from the womb 20 to 24 weeks of gestation, uh, threw the baby in the street, then put it in a box and set the box on fire. And one of the neighbors came out and tried to stamp the fire out before discovering there was a uh, baby inside. But 24 weeks is only the second trimester. So if you're a Democrat, this is okay with you. This falls right into your wheelhouse, really. Hey, that's okay. That's a choice. That's a choice. Yeah, in the street, in a box, on fire. Reminded me of Albania. Uh, the first time I visited Albania in the 1990s in Tirana. Went to um, the center of downtown Tirana, Albania. And there was a location there, may still be active, where, because um, everybody's living in poverty because of the glories of socialism. So new mothers would take their newborn babies and bring them to the town square and leave them in cardboard boxes, hoping that the state, the government, would pick them up, bring them somewhere, and and, uh, you know, raise them to be robotic killers for the state in orphanages. Now, back to the Democrat Party in the United States. Uh, it's a short walk. NBC News. Mum as Miguel Almagar hasn't appeared on air since his Paul Pelosi report was mysteriously retracted, and now it turns out he's been suspended. Suspended a sentence. Now, um, I told you that... Uh, he would likely be fired for this, except he's a person of color. So that makes it hard for, for them to fire him. But Miguel uh, Almagar did a, a very good story. We have the story. We shared it with you at the time about uh, Paul Pelosi. And yesterday they came up with yet another version of events on the Paul Pelosi story. Now this time saying the police opened the front door. Here's what NBC News reported. NBC News learning new details about the moments police arrived. Sources familiar with what unfolded in the Pelosi residence now revealing when officers responded to the high-priority call, they were seemingly unaware they'd been called to the home of the Speaker of the House. Yeah, because who would know uh, where the Speaker of the House lives? Um, high on a hill in San Francisco where, you know, she's not known or anything in her multi-million dollar mansion. Yeah, why would the cops know? It's like police arrived at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue not knowing it was the home of the President of the United States. Uh, NBC News, Miguel 
Elmiger. After a knock and announce, the front door was opened by Mr. Pelosi. What? The 82-year-old did not immediately declare an emergency what? or tried to leave his home, but instead began walking several feet back into the foyer toward the assailant Foyer. And away from police. It's unclear if the 82-year-old was already injured or what his mental state was, say sources. Uh-huh. And uh, now the latest version of the story that came out yesterday is the police came up. See, the original story was a third person, unidentified, opened the door. But they wouldn't tell us who that was. And that was for days that was the case. And then um, NBC News, Miguel Almagar, uh, award-winning reporter and the racists at NBC News have now suspended Miguel Almagar. According to court documents, when the officer asked what was going on, defendant smiled and said everything's good. But instantaneously, a struggle ensued as police clearly saw David DePap strike Paul Pelosi in the head with a hammer. Sure, sure, and that all makes uh, sense, too. And then the, uh, gosh, the new details are that nobody opened the door. First, it was a mysterious stranger. Then it was Paul Pelosi himself. Now it's the police because they always leave their door unlocked because San Francisco is crime-free, and there are no homeless junkies wandering all over the place, you know, defecating on your front doorstep. Uh, Miguel Almagar. And it's uh, quite a story. Now, NBC News national correspondent Miguel Almagar hasn't appeared on the network's air in 11 days since his explosive report on the Paul Pelosi attack. Now, the <clears throat> NBC News later that day retracted the story and they made it disappear like George Orwell, Joseph Stalin style from all of their Internet entities. But he and NBC News have remained silent since the scrubbing of his report suggesting the House Speaker's husband may not have been in danger when police arrived. The ordeal has puzzled NBC News insiders, with some believing the report was squashed because it went against the mainstream narrative, you think? A former senior NBC News executive who worked with Elmigar believes the network needs to explain what's going on. I think that's probably a good idea. But <clears throat> they made the story disappear like George Orwell. And uh, then they've, uh, the guy's off the air. And the story is that he's been suspended, but they can't fire him because he's a person of color. And, and let me just, uh, as someone who worked in newsrooms for many years, um, this story didn't go to air without the president of NBC News chopping on it, right? It went to the desk of the president of NBC News, who may have brought it to the president of, you know, uh, megacorp conglomerate uh, glop because, you know, this is Pelosi and they fluff Pelosi. They don't report news on her and, and him. But NBC News must be more transparent with its viewers about this error. What error? Who wrote Miguel's script? Well, I thought the reporter wrote their script. Who approved the script? That's a good question. And he and his producers suspended? Are he and his producers suspended during an internal investigation? NBC News' silence on this matter speaks volumes. NBC owes it to its audience. Uh, so, you know, this is all true, of course, but, um, but they don't care what you think. This is, this is key to the whole thing. They really don't care what you think. So you may remember that uh, NBC News at the time they pulled the report on Paul Pelosi attack. CNN talked about it. 
A network source told CNN it pulled the segment after the source of the report's information was found to be unreliable. You're supposed to uh, do that before you put it on television, before you put it on the front page. The decision was made to remove the segment after it was determined shortly after it aired that the main source for the information was unreliable regarding the question of the circumstances that the police encountered when they arrived at the house. You know, you're supposed to do this first. You're not supposed to report the story and then check it after, right? That's the opposite of journalism. I don't know what it is, but there it is. Specifically, what the police saw and how far the attacker was from the door, the sources said. Isn't that amazing? Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Man, oh, Manischewitz, I'm telling you. That's your, uh, <clears throat> that's your news media. Um, and now the reporter, his career is in danger. And I guarantee you it went to the president of NBC News, if not higher, before it aired. Uh, let's go to the uh, let's go to the telephones, Michael. Let's go to Jim, listening on WLS, calling from Chicago, Illinois. Jimmy. Okay, I'm going to take a wild guess at that third man, Raymond Epps. Ray Epps. It could be anybody. So I'm guessing Raymond Epps. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Ray Epps opened the door at the Pelosi house. Yeah. Uh, hey, bada boom! Now I got gotcha. you. I'm a little slow. In other words, okay, there's a reason why they they, they didn't upgrade the security. Well, I'm t- you know I I gotta tell you you know there's uh, what's the old uh, saying from the Russian woman the author? Uh, they lie to us. We know they're lying to us. They uh, 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 what does it go? I gotta look up the saying. Uh, we pretend to believe them, uh, and uh, they know that we know that they're lying to us, yet they continue lying to us, and we pretend to believe them. We're becoming the Soviet Union, and there is no accountability. And again, when uh, James Clapper lied under oath repeatedly uh, before a Senate committee, and uh, nothing was done about it, and then there's Fauci testifying on Capitol Hill and, and on and on, I'm, uh, I'm telling you, Jim, see, Jim's got a, a good one. Also, we got another another listener with the Justice Department isn't. Oh, it'd be better, I think, the Department of Justice isn't, right? That's what our, our listener said. The Department of Justice isn't. Yep. Man, oh, man. Thank you, Jim. Right about now, seasonal excitement or possibly dread is really starting to set in, especially if you're a small business owner. It's not too late to get your holiday mailing and shipping under control, though, with Stamps.com. Sign up for Stamps.com right now. You're going to be printing your own postage this afternoon. Now, Stamps.com is your one-stop shop for all your shipping and mailing needs. Get access to the U.S. Postal Service and UPS services that you need to run your business right from your computer. No lines, no traffic, no parking, no hassles for you. And if you need a package pickup, you can easily schedule a package pickup through your Stamps.com dashboard. This holiday season, trade late nights for silent nights and get started with Stamps.com today. Sign up with the promo code PLANTY, P-L-A-N-T-E, for a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale with no long-term commitments or contracts for you. Just go to stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and enter the code PLANT. Yes, sir. 
Yeah, gee, why would we not have faith and confidence in our government as they continue to count votes? Because it was a week ago today. Election day isn't. You're listening to The Chris Plant Show. Yeah, Democrats want to give the country the bums rush and legalize tens of millions of illegal aliens in the country because the Democrat Party is not on our side. Now, Ted Cruz, you have that Ted Cruz cut because Ted Cruz just raised a... I was texting with my friend Jeff and we're having a... Um, yeah, well, here's Ted Cruz. He'll, uh, he'll tee it up for me. Instead, holy crap... The Democrats keep the Senate. Worse than that, the Democrats potentially grow their majority in the Senate. Worse than that, yes, we take the House, but at best we're going to take the House with a couple of seats. Maybe. Maybe. That's right. Maybe. My friend Jeff and I are back and forth, and uh, Jeff said, "Would would it surprise you if the Democrats somehow pulled a rabbit out of a hat here and won these last House races and kept control of the House as well. And sadly, my answer is uh, it would not surprise me. It would um, be a criminal activity, but it wouldn't surprise me at all. It honestly wouldn't. And uh, we had another listener who called in and said, if you want to get rid of uh, Mitch McConnell, um, you should leave him on his back and walk away. They leave him on his back and walk away. That's a turtle reference. See, that's a turtle. Put a turtle on their back and they just, they'll starve to death right there because of the, uh, was that David in Greece who sent that in? That was TJ. That was TJ. TJ. And who, uh, want to get rid of Mitch McConnell, leave him on his back and walk away because he's the turtle. See, he's the turtle. He must go. Uh, and uh, Kevin McCarthy, it looks like he'll be speaker if, The Republicans actually take the House. But the Democrats and the media are not done yet. This isn't over until it's over. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together... It's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? (laughs) You pay me more. Jeff Smith teaches on the sliding scale. (laughs) Those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.